Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Clear Politics Takeaway for Friday, October 14th. I'm Tom Bevan, co-founder and president of Real Clear Politics, joined by Carl Cannon, our Washington bureau chief, but not as regular listeners of this podcast would know on Friday. We usually have Andy Walworth as our host. Uh, Andy's a bit under the weather, so Carl and I are uh, going to do uh, a shorter version uh, today. Carl, how are you? I'm good, Tom. So what did you think of the... Uh... Was it the 100th um, January 6th hearing last night? I, 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 I'm not going to say that I watched the Commander's Bears football game instead of doing my job and watching the uh, hearing. Uh, it, is the, it was the 10th public hearing by the January 6th committee, Carl. Uh, and obviously it was all headlines yesterday about what the panel was going to put on. And then uh, obviously this morning, all of the headlines about what was said yesterday, mostly focused on Nancy Pelosi's declaration that she wanted to punch Trump in the face uh, if he marched on on the Capitol. That seemed to be, as I scanned the headlines this morning, that seemed to be uh, the predominant one that the media was picking up on. Well, he'd have to be sitting for her to do that. She's about 5'2". <laughs> Let me ask you this, Carl, because you know the AP story yesterday morning served this up. The headline was something along the lines of, you know, January 6th panel promises surprises in quotation marks as election looms or something to that effect. I mean, it was basically sold by the media as there were going to be October surprises in yesterday's testimony. Were there any? And does this in any way turn the the outlook for this election in favor of the Democrats or against the Republicans? We're, what, 25 days away from the election right now? You know, Tom, that's a, actually a good question. And I won't, I won't dismiss it out of hand. You'd say at this point, how can you change it? anybody's mind about Donald Trump or January 6th or, or, or pretty much anything in American public life right now. We're in these camps, you know, but the Republicans are running a fairly typical out of power midterm election campaign. They're saying that the uh, party in power, and that's the Democrats, have mismanaged the economy. They're saying that foreign policy uh, under this president is, is uncertain. Uh, they're saying that they're attenuating social problems, the border, crime, and that the de- Democrats aren't up to the job, that they, they favor political correctness over solutions. You know, they're running this sensible campaign, whether you agree with it or disagree. With it. The Democrats are not running a, a, exactly a typical campaign. Their theme is that the Republican Party has become extreme, and they're using various examples, citing various reasons for that. But the two overarching ones are, A, this Dobbs decision. And what it implies for future decisions, not just outlawing Roe v. Wade, but that weird aside that Clarence Thomas put in his decision, like we're going to revisit other things, and Donald Trump. And they're saying the, the Republican Party's become extreme. They they don't accept facts. They don't they don't believe in global warming. They don't believe in science. They don't believe in the 2020 election. They don't believe in election returns. And so in that sense, the more the Democrats can get Donald Trump on TV. And if you look at the networks for carrying this, I mean, this is a very long, you know, unpaid advertising. You know, <laughs> campaigns like to talk about free media. Boy, this is free media. And what it's trying to do is scare the bejesus out of independent voters and trying to get them and, and some, you know, moderate Republicans and get them to turn the page away from Trump. And the way you do that is you don't vote for candidates that he's endorsed in places like Pennsylvania. I think that's what's going on there. So I won't say it has no effect, Tom. I will. It's in the margins, but- I mean, the the, the data on this is pretty clear. When you look at these polls, I mean, 
independent voters, they care about the economy. They care about inflation. They care um, a little bit about abortion. It's not like they, you know, it's it's on the list of things along with crime and immigration and, and other things. But they don't really care about January 6th. They aren't buying into this idea that democracy is at risk. That is something that is explicitly motivating for partisan Democrats. And and so to the extent that people watch this, um, I think you're right. I don't think any minds are changed. I mean, Democrats, it confirms their priors about what happened on January 6th. And it's hard to see them, what happened yesterday, making them more motivated to vote. But I'm just not sure it resonated with, with anyone outside of that. And certainly on the same day that we got an inflation number that continues to be a real problem, 8.2%, which we talked about yesterday. I just don't think it's doing what the Democrats think or want it to do. And I think the fact that they're, the way they serve this up and the way they're, you know, four weeks before the election to hold this final hearing tells you all you need to know about what they hoped and, and thought and planned. Having said that, though, you say this is the 10th hearing. Every time the Democrats bring this up, I have to tell you, Tom, you know, the good government part of me, and I, I think most Americans are like this, we're reminded of something, and that is you can't have candidates seeking election who won't accept the results of that election. It is a destabilizing facet of politics. It's, it's not brand new, but Donald Trump has taken it to new heights. And so if I were the Democrats, I don't mind reminding voters my base voters, swing voters, and you know, moderate voters in the Republican Party. Remember, you nominated a candidate who lost the election, uh, last election by 7 million votes, and he still won't admit it. You, you, is that the guy you want to head your party? And do you want the candidates he endorsed and who s- repeat this, like, you know, Carrie Lake, they, who still say this to this day? Do you want them in office? To me, it, it would be malfeasance of the Democrats not to remind voters of this. Okay. Well, let's leave it there. We'll have to wait and see. Kind of a short version of our podcast this uh, this Friday. Hopefully, Andy will be back in full strength next week. But until then, we'll leave it there. I'm Tom Bevan, co-founder and president of Real Clear Politics. I'm Carl Cannon, Washington Bureau Chief, and this has been the RCP Takeaway for Friday, October 14th, 2022.